Talk Money to Me is a financial podcast produced by Transglobal. All opinions expressed by the host and guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of Transglobal. This podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon as basis for investment decisions. Hey everybody, welcome to Talk Money to Me, where we talk about money and how it affects you. I'm your co-host, Jonathan, and I know a little bit about finance. And I'm your other co-host, Tracy, and I know almost nothing about finance. We have two wonderful guests with us today. I'll go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Hi, everybody. This is Walt, and I work in the financial services. Hey, guys. My name is Richard Wang. I've been in this industry for about 10 years. Thank you for having me on again. Today's topic is annuities. It's not a term that we normally hear in the finance world, but it has become kind of a bigger, more popular term as of late. I was wondering if you could go ahead and explain to us what an annuity is. Basically, annuity is a contract between an individual or client that that person has you know, with the insurance company that allows them, once it's set up correctly, to have guaranteed lifetime income. Is there... I guess, something that's different in the way that it's set up with a life insurance? You had mentioned that life insurance carriers do offer annuities, but I guess what's the difference between those two? Well, you can think of each other as the opposite, where life insurance, most of the companies would want you to live forever, at least this way they won't have to pay out a death benefit to you. Whereas annuities, they would want you to uh, pass away as soon as possible. Because when we're talking in regards of lifetime guaranteed income, the income is going to be spread out the entire time that you're alive. And to kind of add on to what Richard was saying is that insurance is really uh, to protect people and his family and their families. Whereas annuity is really, you know, for something that uh, you end up living too long. But if your money runs out first before you die, what's going to happen? So it's really trying to answer the other question. How is that different than any other retirement uh, strategies that are out there? Or what what makes annuities different? Well, the thing that makes annuities very specialized is depending on when you decide to take out this guaranteed income, it's going to depend on what kind of product to push forward for you. There's going to be some annuities that work better in the earlier years. There's going to be some annuities that work better in the longer years. And whereas life insurance, we kind of take it as it comes more flexible. Annuities are something that we need to plan for as precisely as we can in conjunction with your other financial plans. And also to add on to what Richard was saying when it comes to, uh, you know, just how is annuity different from other retirement saving vehicle, like say like a 401k or like an IRA, uh, is that 401k and IRA most of the time is gonna depend on how the market performs. I think we need to backtrack a little bit and talk a little bit about how does that work, right? Like you're, you were saying, what it sounds like you're saying is that annuities are less risky than a, a regular 401k or other retirement vehicle. Um, so what allows annuities to guarantee the income, basically? You know, a typical example, say someone who's in the 50s um, has like, um, say like a lump sum of 100,000. All right, just give you an example, right? They put it into annuity. And, uh, you know, and let the 100,000 grow into annuity, you know, let it grow safe for like 10 years. Say in the early 60s, that client began to take out the income, you know, um, probably around like eight to 10,000 per year, every single year. 
So you can see that, you know, the $10,000 that's in the account begin to grow. And we haven't even really going to the specifics yet, you know, when it comes to the structure. But say like, you know, for the first 10 years starting in the early 60s, this client receives from the new contract about $10,000 every single year. Pretty much by the time he reaches into his early 70s, he's pretty much using all the account of that 100000 you know, over that span of 10 years, correct? When you get to the 70s, if the client continues to stay alive, then the annuity contract will continue to give him that income every single year, even though he's already depleted that amount in, that's in the, in the cash account. But the way that the annuity makes money, a lot of it is that they will use the client's money to do investments. So that way, the annuity uh, insurance carriers they can recruit, uh, you know, the the you know the the money that they were going to be given to the client later in life. So just to make sure that I'm understanding this correctly, we put in money into an annuity. The company takes that money and invests it, hoping yes. that it will grow. Yes. And regardless of whether that grows or not because we gave them the money, they have made this agreement, this contract that they will pay us a certain amount of money as long as we live, but after a certain amount of time has passed. And the reason there's that time to pass is so that they have time to take that money, have the investments grow and make money on their side. Basically, yes. Uh, and also there's some, some there's certain carriers where as they're making money, they'll pass you along that as well. So there's a great deal of varieties that do a great deal of things. It's just always asking when the client plans to use this money, when they want to use it, and how they want to use it. It's the structure of how the annuity is designed. So uh, if you decide to put in a lump sum and decide to take after five years, the way the product is designed is that after five years, something's going to happen. Either you decide to take out guaranteed income or if you want to, what we call walking away from your policy where you don't want the policy anymore, so you take the amount of money that you've put in plus whatever you earned in as interest. So you had mentioned that there's two possible ways. One is you would walk away with the lump sum that you have gained, which is what you put in plus interest. The other one is to let it pay out slowly in terms of having income that comes to you for as long as you live. Is there a reason or life situation where you might prefer one over the other? For those who want to do walk away, they're thinking that, you know, if I were to put the money into, say, like a savings account, you know, into a CDs, the really low interest rate environment that we're in right now is not really giving them the bang for the buck. Right. But if they were to put it into annuity, which has a higher rate of return, and then they want to put the money in there, not for the purpose of lifetime guaranteed income, but just to let it grow a little better than savings or CDs, then they can do that. They can choose a walk away kind of products. But for those who are like, Hey, you know, I have a lump sum of money. I want to make sure that my money will never run out as long as I stay, um, I'm still alive. They, they want to, you know, to put it into the type of annuity that can really give them the, you know, the lifetime guaranteed income. And so it really depends on who the client is and how they want to set this up. So it sounds like there really isn't any advantage for me to put the money into an annuity early on. And the reason is because that actually just gives the insurance company more time to make money off of my money and where where I could be making money off of my money in a different way. And it sounds like it's really limiting um, in terms of when I put my money into an annuity, 
it sounds like I the potential for return is less, but the guaranteed income is what I'm buying into because exactly. it is like a safety net or a safety cushion for just in case my other investments don't pan out. Yeah, that's a great way to kind of put it. And and to kind of add a little bit is that for those who are in their twenties and thirties, <clears throat> and maybe even in their early or mid forties. Uh, if they're healthy, if they're young, they're strong, you know, they don't need to really be looking into this product, you know, into annuities. But for people who are in their 50s, you know, maybe 10, 5 to 10 years prior to retiring, annuity becomes a really, really great way, you know, for, for them to really have this lifetime guarantee income. Think about it. If, if the client is in the 50s and is looking to do this, maybe they have some kind of underlying health issues, they cannot buy life insurance annuity would become a great option. I was wondering, when it comes to purchasing an annuity, would there be any reason for me to purchase more than one? Definitely. Um, if you are, in fact, wealthy enough to do this, there's a certain way of planning where there are cer certain annuities that will, when activated, give you more income within the first five years. There's some annuities that do very well from five to 10 years. And then generally annuities that do even better from 10 years and above. So we have had clients who have had three different kinds of annuities, whereas the first two annuities, when activated, it's giving him maybe not that much of an annual income, right? But as he gets older and he hits that 10th year on his third annuity, that's where the biggest amount of his retirement income is going to come in. And now this gentleman will have three sources of income from three different sources of annuities that are all guaranteed. All right. So for us poor people, um, <laughs> <laughs> My understanding uh, is that oftentimes um, annuity might cost a, a lump sum upfront. So my question is, are there annuity options where you can be putting in a smaller sum, but over a longer period of time, kind of treating it like a savings account that will keep on giving forever? Does that, is that possible? Well, that, that's a great, great way to kind of think about it. And then there, there is that possibility. And, and this is a great segment to kind of talk a little bit about the source of fund. A lot of the annuities that people purchase is through the rollover or transfer from the 401k or from the IRA account. Oh, I see. I can treat my other retirement accounts as a savings account for a future annuity purchase. I know that we have a lot of knowledge about how to get it started, what are the processes into getting that annuity and putting the money in. Is there anything that we should be aware of when it starts to come to the taking out phase, when it's time for us to kind of reap the benefits of what we've sown? Well, very simply, the moment you start tapping into that income, um, after you've gone past the amount that you've put in, anything that you have earned, you're going to have to pay taxes on that. So even in your 401k, uh, ex everything except for a Roth IRA, you're going to have to pay taxes on the money that you that they give to you. It is considered income. That's why when we conjunction and work together with life insurance, uh, life insurance resident income is not taxable, whereas annuity is taxable. One is not guaranteed, whereas one is guaranteed. So we're aware that we could possibly have taxable income based off of what type of money we'll put into the annuity. Is there other fees or things that we may need to be aware of when it comes to the purchase of an annuity? There, there is a pretty big one. And one of them is that unless you specifically buy an annuity to walk away from, 
meaning that I take it and just take the investments and walk away. Uh, you want to make sure that if you bought an annuity for that purpose, to just use it for that purpose. Don't try to go into, uh, let's say, if you want if you want guaranteed income and you have to wait 10 years, but you can only wait five, it's like the charges in those surrender is pretty steep. So most of the time I would tell clients, imagine that the money that you put in annuity, it's gone. Just don't even imagine that you want to touch it. Don't even imagine that you want to see it. You're only going to see it in either 10 or however many years that you're willing to wait. Yeah, I think that makes sense to me. Um, as someone who actually prefers it that way, because I know that I have a tendency to save and then dip into my savings way too soon. Um, I like the idea of um, down the line having a safety net where it locks my money basically for a period of time for the guarantee of lifetime income, right? I think that that's, um, that's actually something that's really suitable for my personality, but I can also see how some of my friends, um, and I've actually heard this from some of my friends where they're like, it's a waste of time. Don't, don't even think about annuities. And it's, the reason is because they prefer to have control over their money. They prefer, they prefer to be manipulating, be very hands-on with what happens to their money. Right. And so that doesn't guarantee them lifetime income, but they're invested and fully present in the process of investing their money the whole way through. I liken it to the fact that like most of my friends really like using a PC operating computer system, right? Like where they're like, I hate that Apple prepackages everything for you and then says don't touch it in this metal box and I want to you know build my own PC or I want to use Linux or whatever and I and I just think that um something that I've learned in finance and also in life is that every product is suitable for different types of people at least from my perspective I would cons I would wonder if you know my parents have annuities or if you know and so maybe our listeners are thinking like okay, their parents are close to retirement age and um, maybe their retirement fund is not looking as great as it could be, but there's a sum of money there. Uh, it might be worth it to explore annuities for or on behalf of your parents, right? Like to, to suggest to them that, hey, whatever money you have right now could potentially become guaranteed lifetime income uh, as you look into retirement. Does that seem like a good practical application? Yeah. Absolutely. You can always take a look at your parents' policy and what's inside their policies. And worst case scenario, we're able to do what we call a 1035 exchange, meaning that the amount of money that your parents currently have in their annuity, we can transfer it into a, a different annuity with different features in them as well. So this is kind of similar to a question that Jonathan asked earlier, um, but I'm always looking for like tips about how to, uh, how to not be tricked by salespeople. Hidden fees is probably one of the biggest ones. I want to okay. make certain that our listeners know that these guaranteed products do come at a fee. There is a fee to them. And I always want to say there's no free lunch in this world. If the <laughs> insurance companies give us something, they're always going to be taking something away. So I want to say that, yes, definitely fees are something that you would want to look into. If you ever have someone come up to you and say, this one annuity product is the best product for you, look at them sideways because that's never the case. 
just because with annuities, it takes a little bit more legwork, right? A little more brain work for us to try to find out what's the best product for the mm-hmm. client mm-hmm. and at least educate our clients in letting them know what features are included in their policies as well. Aside from the fees, always remember the 59 and a half age limit. Yeah, so if you put it into annuity, you can't touch the money, uh, you know, without being penalized, uh, like um, unless you want to take it up before then. So you got to, same thing with IRA, 401k, you got to wait until 59 and a half. Otherwise, there's a 10% penalty. Wait, you have to wait till 59 and a half before you can take out the money or before you can put in the money? Before you can, you know, take out the money. And with that, we'll go ahead and draw this episode to a close. Thanks again to our speakers for joining us and giving us some more information. We'll catch you at the next episode. Bye.